0: Hi everyone, welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Mailed Buzz podcast network. I'm Peter Bradley and joining me on this journey on our second ever episode, Matt Scalthorpe.
1: Hey hey, what's up people?
0: And the ginger himself, who now has representation once again in the comics, Connor Ryan. Hey guys. (laughs) Don't sound any less interested, Connor.
1: I'm sorry, I'm ill.
2: I can't sound more interested.
1: We know you're ginger, Uh, you should be used to that by now.
2: I know, but I'm all on top of the gingerism. It's it's a separate
0: issue. It's a yeah, it's a double diagnosis. Yeah. But yeah, this this is DC Comics podcast, and this is the second week. This is the second week of Rebirth books. The first full week of like you know, we had the one shot last week. This week we have the first four main series or the one shots leading into the main series. Which, by the way, like if you want to make comics easy for people to get into for new people, having an issue before issue one. Is just like why do it? Just make it easy.
1: Marvel calls that a zero issue, and they charge you five dollars for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait, wait a minute, two... Matt.
0: I mean, wait a minute. We did really well last week. We didn't badmouth Marvel once, and we're like two well, minutes into
2: this, and he's already cracked. It the is joke. a DC podcast. I mean, it's got to happen at some point.
1: But I, I, and I love and don't get me wrong, I love it. I just at least they had the decency to only charge three dollars for one shots. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like my total Marvel poll this week or DC poll was $12, which was like two Marvel books. So, you know.
2: You know, I do think even aside from the fact that they're trying to make it awkward for new readers, it is a bit of a problem because you have two choices when you've got a one-shot like this. Do you make it essentially just the start of your series and assume that the new readers will get this as well? Or... Is it standalone? You do a, yeah. yeah, is it standalone? That, that At that point, what's the point of it? Like... Yeah. Like yeah.
1: I, just... I, yeah. Let's just sample the creative teams. I mean, yeah. I kind of like this. Then, like when New Fifty Two launched, you had just all those number ones, and you had no idea what it was going to be like. So I
0: guess, and but I, I think it just makes it difficult for a new. I mean, I think for us it's fine. We're used to this bullshit, Like we we are so into this bullshit now that we we are so used to. It. But I think for a new reader, you know, it's it's like a. It's like when you walk into, you know, uh, not that anyone goes to video rental stores anymore, but, you know, you walk into a place that sells movies, right? And you see a movie called Rambo and a movie called Rambo 3, right? You would assume that the one called Rambo is the first one. It's not. It's actually the fourth movie. You know, go figure. Same thing here. You go into a comic book shop. You see one that says, Batman issue one. But no, 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 no. You Batman Rebirth issue one first. You know, yeah. I'm just, you know. I'm well,
1: just... I mean, and in finish, they they put the Rebirth thing across the top, like right underneath the title. So, you know, it's it'll be fine. That said, I did have a bunch of people that weren't up to date with Superman hmm. message me and ask me what, what the hell's the hell was going, going on. on. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's your cons, but with your pros, you get a fresh start. Yeah. That's number
0: one. Well, anyway, so yeah, we'll get four books to talk about today. Uh, we have Batman Rebirth issue one, Superman Rebirth issue one, Green Lanterns Rebirth issue one, and Green Arrow Rebirth issue one. Uh, just to make it a mouthful uh, this week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're going to go through those in order. Uh, spoilers for the books. Uh, I'll warn you at the start of every episode that we're going to talk about the books. It's a review show. There's going to be spoilers. Um, so if you've read them, great. If you just want to keep up to what's going on in the books you're not reading, also great. You'll you'll more or less get that too. So uh, yep. So first up, I think we should tackle Batman Rebirth issue one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is written by Tom King, but also Scott Snyder. I forgot that he was kind of helping a little bit with this.
2: Yeah.
1: I wonder how much he actually did help, though. I think
2: it's partially because Duke is his thing, and I know Duke is featuring in the backups for All-Star Batman, so I feel like he's Mm -hmm. helping plant some of those seeds there in this issue. That
1: makes more sense now. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that, that,
0: that pans out. Also, uh, art is by uh, Michael Janin. Or Janin. Yep. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Janin. Janin. Yeah. Um, well,
1: that's how I always said it. Michael Janin.
2: See, I'd have said Janin, but. No, it's See, definitely not Michael. It's the... Mikkel, I don't know why I said Michael.
0: Yeah. I just read Michael somewhere
1: else. But, I'm just telling you how I read it in my brain so I don't trip over. Yeah. Um, I'm but, saying I'm right. I'm saying that's how I do it.
0: But that's actually the first thing I want to say is I actually really like the art in this book. Yeah.
1: yeah it's fantastic.
0: He's fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, really, really pretty. Um, and I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not bad mouthing Capullo because Capullo obviously is course, very good. Yeah. But I actually, I'm really enjoying that it's a different look to what it was before. Though, no, admittedly, this is all going. Gonna, gonna, yeah, this is all going to go to shit in two weeks when David Finch is doing issue one. You know, I yeah, saw, saw some of me. the preview art for that, and it's not awful. Yeah, you know what, David Finch. Yeah, he's not always awful. He, he has been awful. Um, mm-hmm. Go back and look uh back when the New Fifty Two started, Batman Dark Knight. It wasn't issue one, but it was like issue two or three. By, by
2: by, like issue four in, I think he was burnt out.
0: But was there, was a, it. there was a cover of Two-Face holding up Batman and Two-Face holding up the Hulk. It was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life. But uh, he's not going to really compare to Janin, which is a shame. But uh, Janin's yeah. art here is really... I, I'm assuming Janin's on the, uh, the second, second arc. arc. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, which I mean, it yeah. a little bit of double shipping. It's not going to that one. I get there. Yeah, nice. I've I've
2: been following his art in DC for the past few, like from Justice League Dark to Grayson. Yep. Obviously, he did an issue in the Superman crossover last month or two months ago, whenever yeah, He's his issue a Great was. Superman. He's just fantastic.
1: Uh, yeah. But his, he's he's really good at the human heroes that aren't super powered. So like the Grayson, Batman, Constantine, or is it Constantine? I don't know. Um, it's technically all of those characters, fine, but. Yeah, but like I loved his Zatanna in Mm. uh, in Justice League Dark, like he drew her in a way that I have never seen anyone else do. So I am excited to see where he goes with Batman now. So you know, in this issue, the color is too. I like the softer colors. Yeah, because with Capullo, we've got a lot of darkness, and that just fits his style better. So this it was a nice. Not a compliment to that, but... yeah, I, I actually
0: really like the uh, the overall art style and the just the, the tone of the book. It feels like a new, fresh run. You know, it feels like we're in a yep. new era. Um, and I've seen mixed opinions on this. Um, I actually did like the issue. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but I do... I, I like the whole... Uh, the seasons thing, syncing up with Calendar Man.
2: I think it's the best use of Calendar Man I've seen in a long, long time.
0: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this mm-hmm. whole thing of Calendar Man sort of rebirthing... Uh, it's new. It's new. That's yeah, new. I was like, yeah, I don't remember this being you know, a thing.
1: And see, this is this is my main problem with with Snyder doing the villains like that. If this was his, so it reminds me of the Mister Freeze uh, switch it's, up. It, it's
2: kind of change for the sake of
0: change.
1: Yeah,
0: but I quite like it, so I don't mind it. Well, I think but here, see, I, I, well, I think here the the thing to take away though is that Calendar Man wasn't that interesting before Mister Freeze. We'd already had, like, this right. really good version that everyone kind of accepted as being the main Mr. Freeze. Calendar Man? I mean, who's a massive Calendar Man fan? Who's like, no, what- but
1: the, my point is, I like a lot of the, the Gotham villains. They're all nuts, right? Mm. They all That's why they go to Arkham Asylum. And I like the idea of a guy that was so obsessed with the calendar. Like, he... You know, he wasn't a threat. He was just crazy. You know, so he would try to pull off these jobs that were... You know, because I don't think every Batman villain needs to be a homicidal maniac. That's why I always gravitated towards Riddler, but I think you know, here the I like he moved said,
2: away from that now, though. I mean,
1: yeah, look at well, look at Two Face. He doesn't go yeah. for
2: exclusively things to do with a number two anymore,
1: right? And also, no, I mean, mean it's not
0: uh, uh, it's uh, like it's not like uh, you, you've got a shortage of just crazy. Villains and ghosts. Well, no, that's anyone.
1: what i to say. It's like, like Pete said, it's the Calendar Man. Who really cares? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. About calendar man. I'm just saying. My my main into uh, Calendar Man was Long Halloween.
0: Yeah. So oh, yeah. I think most people probably. You we know, you know
1: and I'm just used to seeing him sitting behind a wall talking like Hannibal Lecter. So, but yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a big thing. the The sequence where you see him molt was pretty cool. Mm,
2: mm, definitely. So,
1: um, also, I mean,
0: also just a sort of on the nose kind of like tie into the use of the word rebirth. He literally <laughs> rebirths at one point. I
1: didn't think about that <laughs> until you just said it. So yeah,
0: good on. Uh, yeah. Now you're like, yeah, this is genius. <laughs> I'm, all, <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna say genius.
2: But... They they had to justify the title of the one shot somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, what I do like as well, I like uh, some of the the more fun elements that the have added in here. It's a bit over the top, but I, li- I like uh, Bruce uh, doing pull-ups or chin-ups. Oh, see, I, I didn't like
1: that. Off the I, helipad. I didn't, like, nah. I, no, I, well, I didn't like the idea. It was just like, look how eccentric the billionaire is. Like, He's doing pull-ups on the helipad. You know? Like, all right, cool. Also, Lucius Foxane is 137 degrees too. I'm just like oh, so he needs more of a challenge to do pull-ups. <laughs> All right, cool. Sands are sweaty, but I mean that's a that's a small. I, thing. I didn't. For
0: me, I, th- I felt like he was just giving Bruce a little bit more character than he maybe doesn't. Some because sometimes Bruce is a little bit one-note. You know. Hmm. I feel like this is him giving him a little bit of a personality. Where he, you know. Honestly, like- I think they just wanted Yannin to draw Bruce topless.
1: Yeah, possibly that
0: too.
2: Which is fine.
1: But. I mean the did swole, so why not?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but I was just gonna say also like I'm I'm glad it seems they've moved on from what Snyder was doing with Gotham being the character. Like this I I think is gonna get back to detective style Batman, where he's doing other things, not just getting into the you know, the heart of Gotham itself.
2: Yeah, that was fine for Snyder's run, but you do need yeah. to do something different to follow it. And yeah. otherwise you're just gonna feel like you're emulating it but it probably won't feel as good because it is just an emulation.
0: Yeah, the other big mm-hmm. takeaway in this issue, though, is obviously Duke's going to be a, a mainstay yeah. um, going forward. And um, I liked him in this issue, and I've not particularly liked him all that much before. But I didn't dislike him, per se. He just kind of right. was there for yeah. me. Um, I feel like they're going to try and give him ca- a bit of character here. Although I do have to say, he feels really aged up compared to the last time i seen him. Yeah, yeah,
1: well... When you stand, when you steal ten years, you can dish it out however you want.
0: Because, but because the, the, oh. the comic opens with him like ringing the door at Wayne Manor when Alfred's yeah. out back picking, whatever uh, he's picking, avocados. And he yeah, answers the door. I'm like, I was like, okay, who's this? Because he, he looks like twenty. And, uh, you know, I remember Duke being, you know. Yeah, I, are, are you thinking vision.
1: zero? Yeah, though. Huh? No, I was thinking Snyder's last arc. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, because in Robin War, he seems like he's closer to Damien's age, right? Because he's still, like, like Tim looks older than him.
0: Yeah, I was th- I was thinking he was like
2: 14 or something like that. Seeing that last half yeah. of Batman, I thought he was about 16. But here, he does look more like
0: 20. Yeah, he does. He looks like an adult. But
1: I do like, too, that he says, you know, I'm fine being Robin. And Batman's like, no, I want you to be something bigger. And that that hooked me.
0: I need you to become something else. Someone else. Damn it again! <laughs> I apologise. Uh, uh, but no, um, that's, that's pretty much I think all the main main talking points. Uh, Art's really nice. I think the story's not amazing, but I like the whole season uh, structure of it, and I I like the pacing of it. Even if it does feel like it's going through an, like a story that could be multiple issues, um, I like that he's telling this one story, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the full arc. Um, I'm interested. What do you guys think of the lark costume? Oh, um takes some getting used to. Is my, I think it's my response to that. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the yellow black color scheme. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the way it looks is a little bit. I, I think the cowl could do with a maybe a bit of a See, redesign. The
2: cowl is the thing I really I really like the bat eyes, like his eye mm-hmm. hole bit is a is a bat. I think that's really cool. Uh, I think it's got like little daredevil horns almost. Yeah, it's like ears but incredibly short.
0: Um, I think maybe a slight redesign, but I like the yellow and black uh, stale of it. Because the Robin thing has always been red. And I like the yep. idea that he's got like a new sidekick or a new protege. All right, so,
1: whatever happened to Bluebird?
2: Oh, that happened in Batman and Robin Eternal.
1: Oh,
0: jeez.
2: So, <laughs> okay. at the end of that, uh, she basically retired temporarily. She wants to go off to college or something like that. So, mm. she says she'll come back to it later, once she's right. had her education <sighs> sure. or whatever
0: you know i really liked harper and uh me too the first like half of snyder's run and i'm kind of i, I was mentioning this uh, i think to connor last uh, during yeah. the week that i was kind of upset she kind of disappeared from the main batman book because i feel like her story started there and i mm-hmm. didn't feel like they'd i mean it's okay for her to move to another book or even start her own book somewhere else if that happens someday but i feel like the one you introduce her in should have like, some sort of feeling of closure to the end of like yeah like a payoff yeah uh, a payoff there you go yeah. i will
2: say do you remember there's the issues of snyder stuff that looks to the future I think yeah. it might have been was it Detective 27 yeah something. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you see her there uh, with Lark as well actually and oh, yeah. um, I got the feeling that Snyder obviously had more to tell at some point I feel like there was an arc that would have brought these two together Ooh. as part of the next set of teams maybe but he just we never didn't got to spend
1: 13 months on zero year well yeah maybe own... <laughs> 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 oh dear how um, I just saying
0: so no, nah, so I hope we get they get Harper back properly at some point because I did really like her, um, yep. and it feels like Duke almost kind of replaced her in a weird way, and it kind of made him. Feel- that was gonna be
1: my point was she went off to Eternal, and then Duke comes back after we see his origin in Zero Year, uh, Endgame happens, and then this final one started super heavy. Yeah, so, so.
0: I uh, because I remember I loved that issue that focused on Horner Brother. Yeah. Yeah, skill. That was a fantastic issue. So I really hope we get Harper back at some point, because she was really cool. But, um... So no, but I, I like Batman. Batman's solid, this issue. Yeah, it gave me enough to be excited about for the series
2: going forward. Because obviously story-wise, this doesn't give us much to expect, but...
0: Yeah. I enjoyed reading it, though. When it finished, yeah. I was like, yeah, I had fun with that. And...
1: It was okay. Like, I, but see, I have faith in King, based off his other stuff. Yeah. Like, I picked up Sheriff of Babylon, I picked up the first issue, and that was a really good first issue, but... I don't want to wait month to month, so once it's released and trade, is when I'll go back and read it. Uh, so, but his Grayson stuff was like this too, yeah, where he just gave you enough in the first issue, but that was co-written by Sealy too, so I don't know. You don't know how, how much, much credit, who, yeah. Yeah, but but still, I've enjoyed the majority of his work. Sealy's um,
2: on another book, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, sure. I saw his name somewhere, but I, I think
0: remember. he is. but I can't remember what he's on. Yeah, um, but yeah. Well, so I, sort
1: of, oh. uh, before we moved on, though, I wanted to ask: what was, what, what did you guys think of the significance of the last page, with the
0: the bats avocado and the cake, dropping?
1: Yeah. And,
0: yeah, I'll be honest. I was confused I, by that. Yeah, I have no idea what that's uh, okay. getting at. Um, <laughs> honestly,
2: okay. <laughs> I mean. It's kind of like he's feeding the bats, isn't it? So I, I guess it's him saying the bat family at the back and the, there's more of them. Cuz the bats all like they all swarm in on
0: the food, don't oh, they? That's a nice bit of analysis. That's but, a nice, yeah. that's
1: what and that's what Alfred does. Yeah, he kind of serves not them all. Just feed them. Yeah, he's yeah. their guy.
2: And that's what I got
0: from it. Oh, that's that's, mm-hmm. a nice, that's a nice bit
1: of analysis. Uh, Cuz nice, like... I was confused. I got to the end I was like okay, avocado fell. Awesome. I-
0: I just took it as, you know, like a nice sort of like bat symbolic kind of final page to you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, but ask about us. So that takes us on to Superman Rebirth issue one. And this issue of course, uh, it's written by Tomasi and we've got art by Doug Mankey.
1: Yeah.
0: What was it was it all these comic okay. people uh, with the really weird names that I have no idea how to pronounce. There's a lot of them. I don't know. But yeah, so this, of course, is kind of a... This is a weird issue, because it's kind of both a coda to New 52 Superman and a prelude to Rebirth Superman, yeah. a.k.a. And action Comics. Yeah, original is, Superman, yeah.
1: This is DC admitting that they messed up Superman. Oh, it is, yeah. I and remember. and we this is the only way we can fix him. Because um, we were talking about it in the chat, or in the chat, one of the threads in the group where... The whole thing with Superman, when Mr. Oz tells tells him, uh, what's the line, Pete? Uh, you're not what you think you are. Hmm. Right. And so that Superman wasn't the, quote, real Superman like everyone else is. So, you yeah. know, there's completely side side characters like a different Lana and a different Lois. and well, no, I, or Lana, like, so That's what it feels. Yeah. Lana's Lana could different. be the real Lana. Uh, see, this is where it gets murky.
0: No, well, no, it, it's going to be murky no matter what because we've got two Clarks yeah. and two Lois's. But I think something weird's going to happen where it turns out that original Superman and Lois are really Lois Superman and Lois, and the younger ones are like splinters of reality versions or like because everyone else seems like they're really just the original versions.
2: Yeah, there is something specific with Lana in this that was weird though, where so they're talking about going to the the Fortress. Mm. Yeah, and. Um, She's, he says that he doesn't know how to find it without tracking him and mm-hmm. she says she knows but she doesn't know how but since he died she just knows. Right. Hmm. So it's like is she getting bits of memory? Maybe. Like, I, I don't know. Uh,
0: that's an that's an interesting thought. But yeah, the, the book is uh, so original Superman or post-crisis Superman whatever you might call him. Uh, for, this, for this point on I will call him pre-52 Superman. That's going to be my shorthand. Um, and he visits the the crypt of the new mm-hmm. Superman's like grave. They're not built a statue yet, uh, so he goes right. down to.
1: Which, I, I like how he mentions that too. Is that no matter what Metropolis builds a memorial to a fallen Superman. Mm. You well, know, for however things are different, they're the same. Yeah,
0: this that, is the thing we said. Uh, not obviously, we weren't recording podcast yet, but when we were talking right. about uh, Lois and Clark, um, and. <laughs> how and even once like Tomasi started doing his last arc on superman there mm-hmm. for the new 52 we said that the voice is just right and that, that's yep. something that carries over and this the voice of this superman is right it feels like yep. superman
2: um, that's something that's really interesting about this issue for me because i feel like for us who have been reading superman know what's been going on this is kind of almost redundant in terms of a lot of the plot it's kind of hmm. there to catch people up of, of if you want to jump into the Superman, you want to know what's happened, this is what you need to know.
1: And that's what these issues are should be best at. Yeah. Because they are jumping on point, so I commend them for that. I do,
2: I do as well, which yeah. it means it should, in theory, be kind of boring for us who have got the story already but because he gets the voice so well, it's still mm-hmm. very entertaining well, to read.
0: I think that's because basically he finds Lana because Lana's down there because she's going to take his uh, ashes. Interesting that it's ashes in this uh, yeah. version and not, uh, you know, bones, you know, or a body. Yeah. Uh, but so he finds Lana because Lana's got a promise to keep where she said she was going to remove his ashes and bury him next to his parents, which I thought was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, and any Superman explains why he thinks he's going to come back because he and he recounts the the fight with Doomsday and the death of Superman, big famous yep. story of course. And what I really like about that is some people and I, I'll admit it may it maybe spends a bit too many pages recounting it, but there's something oddly touching about Superman telling that like Earth Superman telling the story yeah. to someone else in this universe. I don't know what it is, but there's something really touching about it, and I like well, it. and
1: Tomasi and, and Monkey consolidate that entire story, which. Is multiple books like,
2: yeah, it's like, it's like they can their... three double page yeah. spreads. yeah,
1: yeah, and and it's him and it's and it's hopeful, it's not about his death, it's about his again, rebirth. There's the the title, yeah, and and that you know, there's always something to come. Like, also, it's, it's
2: the, the panel layout on those few pages is just yeah. fantastic,
1: yeah, that's that's Machia yeah. at work there,
0: yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I, th- I think the arts fairly good throughout There's was a couple of weird faces I think but I think that that Doomsday retelling I think got a lot more effort put into it because it just everything about it stood out
1: oh. well you also have the guy that uh, created it in the in the family of creators so I'm sure Jurgens is going like hey how's that thing coming <laughs> like your homage to my work that's
2: the thing, because obviously Doomsday is coming up in action as well. This is kind of setting up for that as It's well. set up for both,
0: yeah. I and mean, yeah. it sets up action, more than it so, does. So maybe.
1: here's the thing Superman. too that, that just shows that the, the DC editorial team had no idea what was going on this entire time, is DDO had always maintained that Doomsday had happened to the New 52 Clark. Yeah. they did always it a few just times, didn't they? skimmed over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, it seems like it didn't happen until that
0: until that event that happened a couple of years ago. Until
1: the the horrible Super Doom. Yeah. God, that packet is worse there. Yeah. Um, Do you know? I'm actually yeah.
0: I, I'm skimming through the the Doomsday fight like flashback yeah. here in the issue, and I'm just like this it, gorgeous. Like I really, it, it's something seeing those red underpants again. Just something <laughs> makes me <Yeah>. feel something.
1: <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say, but that's like classic Supermanism. Like yeah. that's just as iconic as the cape and the ass
0: yeah, yeah. So, i don't actually it's funny actually i don't mind the the red trunks not being there for me losing the collar for this new outfit is actually the biggest thing i have done but i'm like yes yeah, so this looks much better like it instantly it just, just changes it yeah
1: yeah well you can see his massive traps now so yeah but you should
0: yeah i should want to rest my head against those traps. Is it just me or is should. it
1: just like the
2: fact that there's no collar makes him seem like wider like just, he just—he seems broader. It's a wider
1: yeah. and more open. He's a guy yeah. you can approach. Like he's not a button-up, yeah, type guy. Like Batman, you want to look covered up because you should yeah. be a little bit afraid of him. That's his thing. Yeah. Superman, you should be willing to approach him and be like, "Hey, what's up?"
0: Yeah. So Definitely. yeah, absolutely. Um, so they go out to the fortress, uh, New Fifty Two Superman's fortress, and I love you know. Or Clark, Clark sort of like noticing everything, and like mm. he sees this, the the ice statue that New Superman built of uh, he added the Kents holding up uh, the planet Earth, uh, which is a of Krypton. yeah, which is a really nice touch that I liked in his uh, last days of Superman arc that just happened. Yep. Um, I liked all that, and he said I never thought of doing that, and I really, I thought it was a really nice touch. And this is where Superman learns that the you know the regeneration matrix, I think the the McGuffin uh, that brought him back, yeah, uh, doesn't exist. Or if it does, they don't know, you know. I like that they they, oh. they answered this straight
2: away. Like, look, she's not here. This is why it's not. This is why he's here but to yeah, stay, happen, at least yeah. for and, now. And
1: again, that tells me that Doomsday didn't happen because, or if it did, someone hid the regeneration machine. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, it definitely worse than happen. wished it out of existence. Yeah, it
0: definitely didn't happen uh, because you know Superman's telling Lana all this story, and at no yeah. point does she go, "Yeah, I know all this. It happened."
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so, you know. and which which is fine because if the new 52 is going to be different then let it be different you know don't mm, not, yeah. she's the warmed over stuff also when he said I didn't think of adding the Kents is that confirmation that new 52 or see this is where I get confused old 52 pre 52 is that what we're calling him
0: yeah pre 52 we're going with
1: pre 52 yeah. Clark has lost both parents too Or just his dad, like in the Brainiac
0: story. Um, Well, uh, technically, it's. uh, We know his dad's gone, definitely, right? Because that happened. Right. But enough time had passed, like, from. Because their sons, you know, John's whatever age. uh, Well, at least when they first came in. Like, he was born. So, at least a couple of years had passed since we'd last seen Old 52 Superman. Uh, So, I would guess that Ma Kent could have died in that time.
1: Yeah. Because
0: she was old. I I mean, she was spring chicken. John's about, what, 10 now? Right, so yeah. he would have
1: been
2: maybe five ish when they when they came in. When, when they, they came, came in, in. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's not it's not unreasonable to think that Mark Kent might have. But I just yeah, on. I just
1: like a world where the Kents are still around. That's just me, though. That's what I came up reading. Yeah, like, like the right era. And yeah, I yeah. It was, I, I don't five mind,
0: years. So. I, 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 don't mind old Superman's Kent's been dead now though, because all no. oh, that history happened where he was Superman with them alive. But that, that you know, it meant something. Right. Uh, yeah. The problem with New 52 Superman was, oh yeah, they're already dead, and we're never going to see them. And, try uh, and him.
1: again, that was based off of Morrison telling his Golden Age Superman story, where they were dead, and that's why he came and wrote for the Daily Star. You know, he had no attachments to Smallville anymore. Yeah. So, but yeah, but e- either way. Um, that packed a punch when you yeah. saw the Kents like holding that. up earth
0: and obviously once he realises he's right he can't bring him back he's like mm-hmm. okay I'm going to help you fulfill your promise and they go to Smallville and he, he helps her um, and this, this is the end this is the last two pages of the book and this is for me this is what makes this book actually kind of amazing uh, because yep. the last thing in the second last page uh, so Lana's talking about things and uh, old Clark says I just wanted you to know that two young Clark Kent's on two different worlds we're very lucky to have Lana Langs in our lives that made me tear up this is the second time oh. in as many weeks that this DC have made me tear up I'm almost doing it right now just thinking about it god damn it that made me tear up that really yeah. meant something it's, to me. it's
2: the fact that it's followed as well by the silhouette shot and oh, silhouette shots are always effective aren't they
0: yeah they always yeah. are and it's just her Cause that's the that's the nice touch here is that he can do it in two seconds if he wants to but she's like no i want to dig I'm yeah a, and a, you just a, see
2: him flying off What's, what i find really good about that pal though is she's silhouetted and doing it but he is, is in the light he's in the light yeah yeah
0: yeah that's the old yeah. and he's going to be the future
1: let, yeah. Let's not yeah, let's not forget Superman's a character of light, he gets his power from the sun. You know? Yeah. So uh,
0: And that takes us to the last page, which and our Clark adds new fifty two Superman to the Kents holding up Earth, which I thought mm-hmm. was a really nice thing. do you know what, for a character who, for the most part, we didn't really like, his last arc and then this issue, he'll Oddly, made me honour him at least. Like they've honoured him in such a way that I, in hindsight, I'm kind of okay with his existence in a weird way. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's it's just yeah. the, the idea that Superman would honour this other version of Superman is a really nice uh, little touch. And then the last sign of the book, of course, to set up the fact that he's now going to take the mantle or return to the mantle, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, is all that is all that tomorrow is missing is Superman and his smiles and his like with now you could argue maybe they could have used a, a final page of him actually putting on a suit to really like drive it home, but I actually kind of like the idea that it's a little bit more just... He,
1: it ends with him smiling. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. There you That's go. all smiling. you need. Like I feel it's also Tomasi, because I know Tomasi and Johns are close, because when Johns was writing the Rebirth, or the, the Recharge Green Lantern, he named a character after him, uh, Isomot Cole, which is Tomasi backwards. Huh. Right, He's the lizard guy. And so... I just felt like Johns was like, hey, um, I'm taking over the DC cinematic stuff. Uh, don't forget Superman's supposed to smile. And so Thomas is like, all right, got it. And there we go. Oh, that was really...
2: I think the thing is also this, this whole issue is about Superman being dead. It should be sad and somber. But instead he mm-hmm. sees the, the hope at the end. it's like, well, yeah. there's still, still something there to come.
1: Yeah. I'm still
0: here. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's still very encouraging as Superman fans, I think, mm-hmm. to see this. Uh, also, uh, as a Supergirl fan, I like the uh, the message that plays in the crypt, uh, the Fortress. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's like, That's right. Because he thinks that there won't be another Superman, so he's like Kara. You know. I almost would have loved seeing that. Seeing Kara have
2: to step up
0: and, and for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. I, almost in like a you know Batman's gone, so Dick has to step up, like Kara yeah. step. You know, that'd be that'd be a cool thing to
1: explore, but. You know, we got that kind of in the TV show, though. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of what she's doing. So, and it's scratching that itch, but it would have been cool. And who knows? Maybe that'll be the first arc of Supergirl is dealing with the time between because we saw her in uh, what was it? Last Days of Superman, or yeah. in Super yeah. League?
0: I, I, think, I think we also she was also one of the panels on Rebirth that the the the, yeah. the site of the death. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we saw her in National City in doing those treatments to keep her powers up. So there's a story to be told there.
0: Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I I agree. I'm looking forward to Supergirls, but it's a shame it's not till September, but that's just, you know, good marketing. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the show will be coming back. After that. But on the CW, Yep. which means it will last for a long time, which is great. <laughs> 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 Cause CBS are, you know, like ridiculous. Yeah, do they, it's,
1: it's gotta be a CSI or NCIS or whatever else. Yeah. To Keep going on there.
0: But uh, no, so that's uh, I think that wraps up Superman Rebirth and we can yep. move on to Green Lantern's Rebirth, which for me was probably the one that I was the most kind of... Hesitant? This, that, yeah, hesitant. That's a good word. That's a perfect word <laughs> for it. Uh, not because of... I mean, I've not really read anything by Humphreys who uh, wrote this. And of course, John's helped him write this and Ethan Van Skyver is the, uh, the artist.
1: It felt like traditional Green Lantern. Well... Yeah. Traditional
0: John's Green Lantern, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Um, so, getting into this, I will say that I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I do have some reservas- reservations. Mainly, one of the big things for me when we hit the New 52 after you know John's epic run, which was, for the most part, fantastic, mm-hmm. is I was kind of ready to be done with space and space operas and these giant prophecies yeah. about... Wars of light and all that. I was like, "Can we just get back to Green Lantern being on Earth and dealing with things happening?" Mm-hmm. And I was really hopeful. We I mean, never got that, right? Because Vendetti's run certainly wasn't that. From the no, what that I was read. more Uber space no. threats. Yeah. So and, yeah,
1: instead, Hal uh, was turned into a fugitive again, again, because he can't do anything right. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. It was kind of just. I was like, time for again a difference. Like, what's, yeah. been, what's been good has been good, but it's time to have a change of pace. And when we heard that this was going to be. Uh, Simon, Baz, and Jessica Cruz as the Earth Lanterns I was like, oh good, you know, I was kind of and there's, there's still a good lot in this to support the fact that that's what it'll probably be but okay. I have to admit, the opening scene with uh, one of the Guardians like being chased with all these monsters in space and a box with this light thing and this new unleashed power, I was like, oh my god, no, I don't can we not do this?
1: Oh no, see I had the opposite reaction, I went, oh <laughs> yeah let's do this because while I did get tired of the War of Lights, just because I wanted to see more of the core and not the entities, and that's what it just became focused on, was all the different entities that John's had created. This though, you have the dominators show up, and they are so inept traditionally at doing anything that seeing them swarm and actually be good at it was a was a nice change up. Although it could be argued that they're still not that good because that guy opened the box, and uh, the Lost Guardian, and yeah. and ended all that. But yeah, I man, I, was, uh, I felt I'm, at home.
2: I'm I'm interested on because obviously uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns doesn't get a rebirth issue, so this is doing the same as what the Superman one did. Yeah. set up for both books. Is this going to play out in in Green Lanterns or Hal Jordan? I hope it's the latter. I'm thinking it might be because that's the space-based
1: one. Yeah. Well, but you also have Atrocitus because he's the one that is narrating the beginning.
0: Yeah, but he they already said they're going to be the villains in the first arc on this book. Right. On Green Right. So it would right. kind of make so, sense that this box of light thing is going to be more to do with Hal Jordan. So I that would be right, yeah.
1: He's looking for both. So this might be the, the tie-in, but I still feel very much that jessica and simon are going to be the earth-based green lanterns and they're still going to intervene yeah i hope
0: i hope that they're earth-based and it's their beat you know that, that was something they yeah. said that the wondercon thing that earth is yeah. their beat yeah. and i hope that that's yep. kind of the feel we get of it um yeah. but that, that's only the, that's the first three pages uh the rest yep. of the book of course we we catch up with simon baz and he's a uh, wiping terrorist graffiti off his uh, sister's yep. house <laughs> again mm. uh I don't know if that happened before, but I, I certainly remember it being mentioned or something like yeah. that.
1: Well, I, I like the FBI guy that seems like a Coulson type. Yeah. To mm. so where he seems antagonistic, but they're also friendly.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see a bit more of their relationship. I hope we get a, a bit yeah. of that, because it, I it think looks we like it could be
0: fun. Yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, that, that was something else, actually. Is I felt like the Earth supporting cast of Green Lantern kind of faded away as it got more space-based. You know? Yep. And I'm kinda hoping that we get a strong supporting cast here of this FBI guy of Jessica's family. Yep. You know, like give us give us the support team, you know, for mm-hmm. their so, lives.
2: I have a question. How long has has Baz been Green Lanterning in at this point?
0: Like you, a couple I, weeks. I, I like how you said Green Lanterning right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, they get there uh, later on is uh, when he says that he's been a Green Lantern longer, she says a couple of weeks, which I, which really took me back because yeah, because
2: like, this right. FBI guy impl- like, it implies that it's been going on a while, like they
0: have this relationship already. And also, he's been a Green Lantern since in real time for like four years, three years now. Yeah, he did the was it JLA? Yeah,
2: it was he JLA. JLA- U. No, it was JLA. J- right. Okay. Yeah. But he did that for what twelve issues? I don't know how. Yeah, that was, he was in that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because they said he was off doing stuff across the galaxy. He came back, and uh, so yeah, who knows? I'm if this is his fresh start, though, I can look past all of this. Yeah, uh, it's- be- especially since because he was- I'm-
0: yeah. I yeah, was- I was gonna say he's he's he was kind of forgotten after John's finished. his run the Green Lantern. He was kind of for- I mean, he was in U but he was just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, I can kind but, of
1: accept um, that. I like that he's the antagonistic jerk, Green Lantern. Because I love Guy Gardner.
0: Oh, by the way, <laughs> actually, now you've brought up Guy Gardner. I was like, the thing that made me laugh more than anything else in comics huh. this week was uh, when he meets Jessica, he's like, wait, did one of them die? One usually dies. Yeah. Please tell him it was Guy Gardner. Yeah, that Gardner, line yeah. cracked me up so
1: much.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, look, see, that's the thing that makes me
0: feel he's been at it
2: for a while. He knows Guy yeah, enough exactly. to know that he wants him dead.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like we could spend 30 minutes with Guy and be like... Yeah, he can be taken out by a space monster. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's, and that's why I love Guy Gardner, because we all know, if, if you've read more than one of his issues, that's just a front, and he really is a caring, nice guy. So uh, I surely like him more than some of the other Lanterns, and I wonder, there was really no mention of Kyle either?
0: Yeah, that's a bit weird.
1: So that that's a bit weird, because uh, the, the the main focus on the open was on Hal and John. Yeah. Um, yeah. It should be because those are the two most iconic.
0: Yeah, I mean, there yeah. was like one little box that mentioned all the other ones after them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was mainly those two that they mentioned. But uh, so, yeah, so we get, we get an update on Simon, and that's and the FBI guys talking to him. And it ends where the next scene's going to end as well with the ring saying, blah, 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 come to this location, as a thing happening. Yep. Right, so we go over to Jessica, and we meet Jessica's sister. And we get mm-hmm. like a little update of her life, and uh, I think Jessica's going to go and live with her. So, which is why I'm thinking she's going to be a supporting, you know, yep. cast member here, and we're going to actually get to see that relationship. And I actually, really like Jessica. Uh, my my takeaway from this book is that she's one of my favorite newer characters that have been introduced recently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I like her. Uh, I like her spunk. Yeah. Although,
1: keep in mind that at the end of John's run, there was that teaser that things could go bad with her down the line. So, you know. Ah, I don't care. You guys <laughs> don't remember that?
0: Yeah, but how much oh, will totally. they
1: actually... Well, John's yeah. helped plan this out, so...
0: Yeah, but that could just be a tease for a story. That could be a tease for a story where she kind of goes bad, but then, by the end of it, she's a hero. Like, I don't really think that's... Uh... Well,
1: whatever it is, I'm excited, because it, it, she already but has some built-in
0: stuff. It wouldn't be the first drop plot line, would it? No. Yeah, no I... Well. Yeah, I actually really like a character. It didn't. So what? She ends up becoming a villain at some point. She could easily. Become I'm just saying again.
1: she's not. I'm just saying she's not going anywhere. Like that doesn't take away from her being a favorite new one. Yeah. Right. It's just that Shans did have plans for her to be a big it'll character. Just,
0: it'll just make it hurt that much more if she does. That's yeah. my point. But it'll yeah. feel that much better when she redeems herself. Right. Yeah. If we actually care about her, and so far I actually do really care about her. I think she's a. I yeah,
2: uh, I quite like the sister as well. I thought it was like it was a really nice contrast yeah. between the two of them. That's yeah, like because she's like really peppy and.
0: Yeah, she's peppy and she's more
1: sarky and. Yeah. Playing soccer in Portland, a bunch of hipsters. Ugh. Sorry. Uh, uh,
0: so, so they, they go uh, out to get to crash ship and they, they have the first meeting and they have no idea who each other are basically. Well, she, yeah. well, she's heard of him, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, that was fun. And that's where the, the joke came up. But uh, a manhunter pops up. And do yeah. uh, you know what? It's been so long since I've, I've seen I've these been. guys ever. I know. It's been so long since I've read Green Lantern. Because I basically, you know, I read a couple of vendetties. I should sure didn't like it, and stopped. Yeah. That yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Manhunter they were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah no man escapes the manhunter yeah that was a cool yeah. thing yeah I'm, I'm glad he said that because i might not have recognized yeah. it from the design I, that's
2: exactly why they had that line there yeah. like, like yeah. i know it's an iconic line anyway but it's just so oh okay i know what these are yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it all came fun back what they were like yeah you know i was like okay good but i think that's really smart writing that you don't have to do any sort of exposition apart from that one line yeah. of introduction and you know exactly right. who it is yeah yeah
0: but it's all a ruse of course it's like a training
1: exercise.
0: Yeah, because Hal Jordan shows up and he's like the uh, the drill sergeant, and he. It's so it, weird to be. I know it's because uh, it's we always think of him being the young punk that's getting trained. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's nice. It's to yeah, things. It adds to that whole idea of legacy, which we've been talking about with Rebirth, yep. and that he's now graduated to being the mentor type role. Yep. Although that it he's still only going to be he... on his own book, doing his own things, but.
1: You know. yeah but but still he's becoming like the man that he was in mm-hmm. the 70s where he was the you know the right leaning guy and Ollie was the left leaning guy and that's why you put them together they balance um, mm-hmm. but here yeah it was just it was also a thing where you're talking about legacy is that it was really smart that you take the the Arabic American and Jessica Cruz who has a Latino last name and it just feels natural for these non white characters? Like they weren't forced in there. I
2: didn't even really think about it to be honest.
1: I uh, mean, but think about it.
2: Probably it's probably better. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even think yeah. about it. They were just they were just there and they clicked and that's yeah. good enough. Something exactly. Okay.
1: And it's not beating you over the head and being like, hey, look how cool it is. It's like no, these are just two characters. And it, it didn't even be cross my
2: mind. It was yeah. like, yeah, these are the two new newbies. Let's throw them together. Yeah. Yes. Actually, you, you know what? i
1: have to say
0: I do really like that those are uh, Hispanic hero because I, I I really couldn't think of one <laughs> not, not I could think of an it's Arabic it. one either but outside
1: of well outside of vibe I, I think um,
2: Kyle's supposed to be Is it? Yeah, his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, but okay. they, they kind of forgot about it for a long time and they oh. kind of brought it back in uh, Omega Men the way yeah. they draw him in that it shows but yeah, yeah that, that's well, pretty much well, been I forgotten I think it's been either
1: way oh, your mate,
0: right. mate, right. mate right. for fuck's sake Jesus Christ Ian Hunter Making uh, the most of it. Uh, um, yes. you know, it's funny, actually, Hispanic's one of those races that's so... Like, in comics, because you're drawing it and it, it's just a little, slight bit of colouring that it's yeah. not always obvious. So I can... Like, sometimes you can kind of forget yeah. that one. Yeah. Because mm. depending on the colouring, it may just look the same as the white people. Um, but, yeah, you know. Especially given the all the lighting effects
2: with the greens and the fires yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and, exactly. See,
1: to just... but yeah, but I just wanted my point that people, you know... Wanted to talk about diversity in comics, and right here they did it, and it didn't feel forced. Yeah. And and you know, they pulled I don't it off. see this
2: getting any praise for it either. Which is a shame. No. Yeah. I, I think that is that is a shame, because when it's done well, like uh, you don't see it getting praised, I don't think. Like, oh. um, a good example is the movie The Martian. Right. Like Such a, a mixed cast, and no one mentions it, because it, it's just done no. well.
0: And yeah, it's, it's, it's natural. Whereas yeah. the time it gets brought up is when it's forced, and that's when I think it feels a little bit. It shouldn't feel forced.
2: Right. Yeah, you shouldn't think about it. It should just be. Well, yeah, they're just together.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And that also in in a book where there's aliens and space wars, you have the most diverse human cast in Green Lantern. Yeah. With yeah. Hal, John, Simon, Jessica, you have a ginger and Guy Gardner, <laughs> half another half Hispanic, and Kyle. Like it's just. Yeah. So that and that's cool, and I like that. So. We're green Lanterns.
0: Uh, so plot-wise, plot though, what this sets up here is that Hal actually merges the batteries, so that they can only recharge if they're together.
2: I really like the panel where he does it. I think it looks yeah.
1: great. He's like a fed up dad. God, if yeah. you two can't get along,
0: you're yeah. making you get along Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I like that. I like that it forces them to actually have to, you know, beat. They can't just show up and fight and go away and leave. They have. There has to be some sort of more relationship they, they, they really they, they called us like a buddy cop movie yep. um, with these two and it actually kind of feels like that where they have to interact outside of their lives a little bit more, more like like cop partners mm. would have to yeah
1: um, well so I wonder if like they that. gotta say the oath in unison <laughs> oh that's so that cool that should add some comedy it's like no okay one two three you know <laughs> and then by by the you know a couple arcs in they're just doing it second nature they're their mm. unit yeah that will
0: be good yeah, yeah. Um, it also makes them rely on each other. Cause if, if the powers are running out, I mean, it's not yeah. total firestorm reliance on the other person, but it's you know right. enough of it to give it like a a plot sort of mm-hmm. a not not a crutch, almost the opposite of a crutch, a plot handicap where there's, there's this obstacle they have to you know. Hmm? Um, yeah, even that's probably another reward. You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting. It's at. just, it's just, just a good team me. building exercise, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So, um, actually, Joe, Joe, probably my favourite moment of this book actually is though in the grand <laughs> scheme of things is I like that the Green Lantern Corps is not really there to help you train right now. So he says, but luckily we have the Justice League. And I like that he passes that on to them. Yeah, Because yeah. obviously obviously, Hal's like friends with them anyway, so he would trust them with yeah. it. But I just like the idea that, okay, you can't be trained by the Corps, but you've got this, you know? And it's yeah, like legacy a, thing.
2: Yeah, I like that there's a support system in place for them. Yep. and It'll be nice to see them interact with the Justice League as well. Yeah. It's, you know, obviously jessica does anyway we've seen that but uh, in in her new role as a rookie rather than as part of their team yeah could be could be fun
0: and uh yeah. also because i mean i remember when we saw the, who the cast of justice league was it was like oh it's uh baz and jessica that's interesting yep. and and then it kind of makes sense because like they're, they're being trained by them so
1: they're kind of like interns yeah yeah <laughs> Like, that, you're going to learn that, from these guys how to do what we do.
2: What I really want is for the Justice League at one point to just like go let's just hand them to the Titans.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and then, then, then the Dick, and, and Dick and Wally, alright let's give them to teen, the team teen crew. Damien yeah. train them. <laughs> <laughs> Damien's
1: like, I'm your boss. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see that, that'd be great. Actually oh. I do want to see Damien and Simon interact because each would not take what the other is that giving. That is
0: true, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Actually, do you know what I'd actually really like to see? I actually kind of want to see Damien interact with old 52 Superman now. I want mm-hmm. to see Damien, like, I don't know, just... I think there should be a book of Damien reacting, just
2: interacting with everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, <there's laughs> a, there should be it's a like team... like of... Hitler reacts stuff, yeah. it's just yeah. Damien reacts. There it's just a... like Damien meets. Yeah, there yeah. should be a team... Yeah, like a revolving, like, you know, double team act where it's just always Damien and... The yeah. bold. <laughs> yeah.
1: Some bold.
0: I like it. I mean, I remember that issue of uh, Brian Cumala's Batgirl where Damien meets Stephanie Brown and they have that issue where she tries to teach him to be a cat. I don't need a
1: babysitter. We'll tell that to your dad. (laughs) I don't need a babysitter. Like, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Um, But yeah, so that's that's the setup, and then we just find out at the end who's been narrating and it's uh, Atrocitus and the Red Lanterns are going to be the villains which means more Red Lantern Cat whose name I've forgotten but I love him. I used to know that. I did as well. I used to know it as well. It's been so long since I've read I, Green Yeah, please.
1: And oh man, Dexstar. Yeah, Deckstar. Hell's... Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm so disgraced. I had to
1: hold deep. It was funny. See, I have, I have a Green Lantern poster on this wall right here, so uh, I just had to look up, and it, and it came to me. Inspiration. Yeah.
0: Yes. So as far as this book goes, though, I really like what I thought I'd like. I liked, and that was the two characters and their interactions. And I'm hoping that you know that that'll. Yeah. Be the the, the standout of this book going forward and what they focus on, so. Mm. Nah. So, good, good, good. Alright, so uh, Staying Green uh, for the final book this week is Green Arrow Rebirth, (laughs) issue one. Now, this is uh, Ben Percy and uh, Schmidt, who I'm not familiar with, so I don't know who's... Arrow Schmidt. -Schmidt. Is it Alt Schmidt? Yeah, Yeah. such a Teutonic name. That is a really cool name, actually. (laughs) But, and I don't know... Like I was, I was looking forward to this morning, Green Lanterns. But at the same time, I had this weird, and I think it's just because I've been forcing myself through Arrow for the last several years. Where I'm so,
1: c- have you been reading Ben Percy's Green Arrow or no? No, I okay. have. Yeah, and no, Connor has because we talked during the drone stuff when it first kicked off yeah so which I, is
2: why i was looking forward to this because his run has yeah. been solid yeah. already
0: well i yep. really liked the two-parter he did in detective comics with um well i can't remember the artist's name but i really like the artist as well yeah that was a great uh I'm on just detective track that down. yeah yeah it, it was a really good two-parter how, uh,
2: how long ago was it was it it was in the middle of the uh the manopole stuff yeah between so their it, arcs it about the yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. but it Really nice. It was basically just a two part about an airport crisis. Uh, the yeah. Batman get wrapped up in and had to try and do it, but it was just really good. It was a really good. So let's
1: Die Hard about. two with Batman. Got it. Yes. Yeah. And Got it's it. as
0: good as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, but so I, I went into this like, hoping for the best, and but at the same time like and because I, I I'd had a little taste of the writer, but at the same time have after watching Arrow, like, it was almost like Green Arrow just kind of like tarnished a little bit for me. I Don't blame like, me there. Like I can't think. about it without thinking of that stupid show and all the stupid shit that goes on in it. Um, but this was a great book. This this was a great issue. And this, this was probably the one that was the least like a one shot. This felt like just the start of yep. an arc. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we'd agree with that. Um, Bloodlust. But first of all, let's talk about the art and get that before we dive into plot. I thought the art was fantastic.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to specifically shout out to the colors. Like that—that that first page is just gorgeous. Those oranges and the blues, yeah, Melbourne, it's just fantastic. I
0: agree. And it what, what the great thing about the oranges and the blues is—is is it really contrasts with the green arrows, the yeah. fires, and things like that. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it makes the greens really stand out. It's great.
1: So, so do you think they're using Seattle to get away from the show? They've been using Seattle for the new Fifty Two, I think. I know, but like they could have easily moved him in rebirth to Star City. To, uh, and yeah. to Star City.
0: That said, I think it's actually, uh, cause Seattle used to be Black Canary City. And I right. think, I think that's like a, a reference to that more than it's a get away from Star City.
1: Yeah. No. There could be a two, but I just, it's, whereas Gotham's become a character in Batman, Seattle's become a character during Percy's Green Arrow. Yeah. Like he go he dig, goes into like the history like here. He talks about the Hearst family, which is a little close to the actual Hearst name, um, like the publisher and whatnot. But you know, and they're an old logging and cattle family and whatnot. And so I thought that was cool. He's been do he's been dropping the, that little light stuff throughout. Yeah. Um
0: no and I think the the fight scene specifically there's the it's a few pages in where he's fighting with uh the cloaked uh person and I I really like the, the layout of the panels and they've got this sort of uh, angular sort of overlapping kind mm-hmm. of thing going for them. You know, it it gives it this nice energy as it's going through. Yeah so I really like the art and the page where we first see Black Canary as well and she's of course smiling which is a, a nice return to yes. form uh, but the reason why I bring that up and the reason why I'm going that far when I'm talking about the art is because I think the art has a really sort of fun vibe to it and yeah. I think it really complements the flirty or the potential flirty nature of the dialogue between yeah
1: you uh,
2: really
0: get it on the last page as well
2: like, yeah the art really highlights that, and
1: like the shots are like balanced between the two it's so, like when they're talking it feels like cinematic
2: yeah.
1: to where yeah. you're you're following the conversation with the person just naturally, so the layouts work work to the advantage of the script so that's always good
0: yeah yeah it's 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 really great and I I really again the color scheme. I'm just, I'm looking at them in the the apartment. So after so they've got they found this kid who's been kidnapped who was or was mm-hmm. attempted to be kidnapped by this uh hooded character and they take him back to his penthouse and I, again I'm looking at the colors here and the the color scheme of the walls and it's oranges and blues and even even Black Canary herself is black and blue in the yeah the, the outfit yeah. and it complements his green really well yeah um, it's very clever so I I really like that it's a really nice touch. But so that's the, that's the sort of the setup of the plot, and then Canary and Arrow uh, go hunting for the, the this, underground man. Under, yeah, the crisis, and we, we, we get this this city or this part of the, the town which Ollie didn't well, know existed.
1: Well, yeah, and what's really cool too is like that's another real Seattle thing where the city burned down and they just built on top of the remains. I didn't
0: know that. I didn't know yeah, that
1: so that really lends itself to these underground people
0: that's cool that's actually I, yeah. that I like that. really cool yeah Yep. that's cool uh I, I like canary using her powers we get the, the nice circular lines and yep. get a proper
1: effect and all that it's really nice like how he called her rock star or pop star mm. uh when they first meet up so we still get that going on
0: yeah no it's really really cool stuff Re- really fun vibe throughout the whole thing and the banner mm. throughout is great um, and that's really what I took away from this. That I real. I mean, I like, I like the setup of the plot and this idea of these this uh, Green Arrow's version of Court of Owls selling slaves of homeless people.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, I, I like that plot and I like how how evil they look and the demonic they look. But the real takeaway for me in this issue was just was all in uh, Dinah and their their banter. their yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. flir- flirting and this idea that even if everyone doesn't remember the pre fifty two universe, the idea that they'll find each other again like this. Yeah, like, I, so I there's a spark there yeah it really feels like it's there there's an energy and there's a love and there's a um and I, I like that it's not just oh we feel something oh i really like you it's more they're still going to banter like they're they're courting and like making fun of each yeah. other and yeah flowing and in, throwing insults back well, at the, yeah
1: and that's where where dinah challenges his beliefs Mm, yeah, you know, I like yeah. that where she's not afraid to call him on his
0: BS. Yeah, which is nice because even like the the one thing, that literally the only thing I don't like about this issue is that he had to throw in the line about being a social justice warrior. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a bit on the nose, but I like that in tradition of like kind of being annoyed at social justice warriors who do nothing yep. but like they they won't shop about it. I like that right. she calls him on the shit and like wait a minute yep.
1: you're a fucking billionaire what the fuck do you I, know about yeah. any of this. <laughs> And I like how he rationalizes it. He's like, "Well, you know, trick arrows, and you know that takes money. Right? It takes money to be a superhero." Yeah, yeah. But, but again, she by the end she realizes like he just took this kid in and gave him a bath and treated him with dignity.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think ultimately the lesson there is that yeah. yeah, you shouldn't apologize for being in a good position in life. But the right. fact that he's he's willing to help and he's willing to do things exactly. Which, you know,
1: not just it's not just a show.
0: Yeah, it's not just all talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh and that that's really cool. And Joe, uh, do you, do you know what I got actually from some of the, the monsters, the the, the yeah. underground men, with the long fingers, I was getting a very um uh Snyder I mean obviously I can put it to court. Was, Mr. Bloom. But yeah, yeah, Mr. Bloom I was also yeah. thinking a little bit like witches. Yeah. Just it yeah, just reminded it me a little bit that, Well that's
1: yeah, the, the artist kinda reminds me of the Sean Murphy Jock, you know the angular, scratchy. It is.
2: It's a little bit cleaner. In
1: fact, but yeah, even, exactly.
0: Even the the vampire hands in American Vampire again yeah. going to like a Snyder horror book. It is. It just so, something about the uh the design just kind of reminds me of that, which is cool because I like those designs. I think they're
1: great. Yeah, she yeah. mentioned all three pretty decent books there. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't really. Right. You I know. mean, which is really, we we got one arc. I don't even know if that's still a thing, but. Um, I right, yeah, I'm happy
2: to wait. He said, he said it's coming back. Is point. it? Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm happy to yeah. wait and read, read it but in Yeah, terms, they're but...
1: all good to great that you mentioned, yeah. so.
0: Yeah. Okay, actually, there's one thing I don't quite get, actually, uh, just before the ending. Uh, yeah. Second last page, uh, when they basically, they, they, they're badasses and they, they, they shoot the screen with the, the red dude on it, and they say yeah. that's a promise, they both have their fists up like this. Like. Yeah. I'm like, what is this pose? Like, is this, am I meant to get something from this? It's
1: a superhero pose.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. just thought, I just thought it was weird that they both do it in sync. It was just kind of... Oh, no, no. Oh. See, the thing is,
2: to me, it looks like she's looking over him. Like, he's done it, and she's gone quickly, shit, better follow suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. Right. She's oh, kind of like... Yeah. Her head's kind of just slightly angled towards him, looking at her I, eyes. I it feels have... like
0: she's just following it. I could have used two panels the there then of her like sort of doing a quick s- sweep with the head, yeah, to yeah. tell me on that. I didn't quite get that. To me, I just thought like, wait, is this a th- established pose or something? Because they're both doing it in unison. But fair, fair enough. But no, I yeah. uh, really liked the book, and then of course you've got the uh, the dawn on the last page, and no yeah. uh,
2: oh, nice. I also I also about how it's amazing how tonally different this is to Percy's other runs that he's just yeah. been doing within the New 52 stuff. Yeah,
1: the the New 52 stuff felt like an exploitation movie. I keep comparing it to, like, a Robert Rodriguez mm. because you had the the killer drones, which is kind of like a Robocop deal, and then you had werewolves and, and old crazy billionaires wanting magic blood. Like, it's all just this complete... And then this is more down to earth kind of like yeah you have these mutants stealing kids but that's very comic book yeah 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 it's just
2: a that's just an extrapolation of a a slave (laughs) trade essentially right exactly
0: oh yeah absolutely um and of course the final line is uh you know they they finally obviously she knows who he is but he finally gets her name and then it's nice to meet you the final word is finally and i couldn't help but think a little bit of a meta meta thing there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, finally we get to this. Uh, the last mm-hmm. thing I'd like to talk about, that's just kind of about all four of them, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um. But tying into the tone and the art of this, and the new tone in Batman, and yep. the more hopeful tone in Superman, and uh, Green Lantern's still kind of just Green Lantern, but is the idea that... In the New 52, there was almost kind of this line-wide mandate of... Uh, they all had to have a very similar tone, and almost, in many yep. ways, very similar art styles. And I really like how different these all feel. And yeah. they all feel unique yeah. in their own thing. Um, and I really like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's
2: it is it's a great accomplishment where you can read four books. And they're all like in the same world. And they feel so drastically different.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it feels like the, the DCU. But,
1: yeah. Exactly. So I was going to say, it feels like... like When Pete was talking about, in, in Green Lantern, the, um, the cast, the, the sporting cast... It made me think there were issues of the... When I came started reading DCU, like, there was Flash issues that revolved around the PlayStation where he was a mechanic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that in the New 52, we got away from that stuff. Everything was very focused on whatever the hero was doing, and it felt like less a world and just, like, a, you know... Uh, I, I can't think of the word. I think that's a very
0: valuable lesson to take there, is that yeah. having that supporting cast and casting, that grounding around them is yep. very important to... I, I mean, people say certain characters aren't relatable. But it always comes up with Superman. Everyone's relatable. You put yeah. them surrounded by real people, surrounded by characters they interact with. If those relationships mm-hmm. feel real and they're grounded like that, they're all relatable. Yeah. Every single one of them.
2: It's it's really? also just
0: the easiest trick to make you care. If you care about their family,
2: then yeah. if something hurts them, you care about the the fact that it affects
0: their family. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's the very on the surface way. But I think I think even more than that, it just having them have intent to interact with people they care about yeah. brings it out in them. Like oh. You see the humanity, it just comes out. Yeah, it,
1: it shows It shows that they, they have a personality that's not just superhero, which is, again, what yeah. a lot of the New 52 yeah. was.
0: Three-dimensional. One thing I said after I read all four of these on Wednesday was just... it. Like, we said when we read the one shot last week, it felt like coming home, and I feel like exactly. this has really solidified that for me, where it feels like, yep. you know, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some books, like, not every series is going to be a winner for us, you know? it
2: They're yeah.
0: publishing too many to, to
2: to care that much about them. Yeah, it's but, just a fact.
1: But the, the, if they can all be like this, I won't mind spending $3 extra a month for something I normally wouldn't have read. Yeah, Because no, all... All four of these books are something I would have picked up no matter what, because they all were in relation to stuff that I like. So, you know, but once we get to these other books as they start being released, then we'll see. That's the real test. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but the thing is, is, even if a lot of them fail, like, I, I think if we come out of uh, this wave of Rebirth books, and that's kind of all the way up to September, with that's when the last issue one's is kind of lunch. Like, if mm-hmm. we get to that point and we are, like, really deep into, like, 15 books out of, the, like, the 28 or whatever it was they announced originally, then I mm-hmm. think that's, like, head and shoulders a win.
2: Like, There's some as well that I think will be good, but, like, like, as we were saying, these are all very different. There'll be some that just aren't for us, even no, though absolutely. they're not bad yeah. quality. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I can see that happening. Yeah. So, no, no, uh, I'm very positive after this. Uh, liked all <laughs> these to varying degrees, um, and I think to wrap up this week, I want us to rank them we're going to rank mm-hmm. uh, what we liked uh, in whatever order. So, who would like to go first? Just Or would I go first? Do you want me to- Yeah, you go yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, number one for me, it, it's kind of, I mean, I, I, there's like two I could pick, but I'm going to go with Superman Rebirth, issue one uh because if you make me tear up you're you're really doing something right and i don't think objectively it's the best comic out of the four but
1: uh-huh.
0: it packed the most punch and after it i was like oh man I like, mm, i'm ready for eat it.
1: by saying that by making you tear up you've done something special you've done nothing to not make me think you're not a robot <laughs> so okay just, yeah so i'll let you know
0: okay uh, and then I would go with Green Arrow, which I think is just uh, you know pound for pound a good comic with fun characters, mm-hmm. great art, uh, everything just clicks. Uh, and then in the third place to have Batman Rebirth issue one, really mm-hmm. liked uh, like the new tone, like the the art panels, uh, the the structure of it, um, and the promise of the future. And then in last place I would put Green Lanterns. Because it was kinda just the most normal one. But even that had a lot of stuff I liked. I liked the characters and I liked this new body cop dynamic. So no, win for me.
2: Yeah.
0: Matt. Ranking. So him.
1: of course I'm in Superman Rebirth. Oh man, two out of D. Oh. He said, yeah. I mean I was, I'm already heavily invested to the character, as you can guys look to the screen and see. Um But yeah, it was just a fantastically written uh story. Nice end cap to New 52, a nice launching point for pre-52 to start up. And then I'm going to go with Green Lanterns, number two, because, again, it's stuff that I really enjoy, uh, and that's, like, my angle on Green Lantern. As much as I do like the Earthbound stuff, I also love the big space opera. Just if we could get away from the, the spectrum of lights, I'm fine, you know, even if it's just for a little bit. And then Green Arrow. Um, The dynamic between Ollie and uh, Dinah was great, and this should surprise nobody. But this is just how it worked out. It was Batman, just because it just it felt like a a one shot that necessarily didn't have to be rebirth. Like, it, this could have gone in at the end of Snyder's run, you know, setting up Duke and whatever.
2: That could have been called issue fifty three, and it wouldn't have yeah. been any different. Yeah, I get it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I, so, yeah. I still enjoyed it, though. I still liked how they, they broke a, it up with the seasons. I, th- I think
0: we have a feeling... I have a feeling that, like, by the time we have all these Rebirth one-shots, that there's some that are going to feel like they could have just been the next issue. There's some that are going to yep. feel that like they're issue one of the New York. There's some that are going to feel like yep. they'll just stand You know, like, I think there's, yeah. there's going to be just yeah. a mix of feelings. And,
1: and out of all of them, Superman did both at the same time. It ended and launched. Yeah. Whereas both Green Lanterns and Green Arrow were just issue ones. Yeah, so, they were. And then Batman was a, a final, you know, as a 53. So, but yeah, they're all good. I'm not going to... I would recommend them to, to everybody. That's ah, so.
2: Okay. Uh, Connor, rank them. Uh, I'm not going to go with Superman first, actually. I'm going to go with Green Arrow. I know. They, they were close. They were close. But Superman came second because... Even though I really enjoyed it, like you said, it's it's more emotional and it has the voices nailed and it's exactly what I want. It was more this bridging issue, whereas Green Arrow just felt like it just hit the ground running. Even before the first actual issue, it just got straight in and got going. And I really liked that. And I thought it was just a great comic. So Superman second, Batman third, and then Green Lantern's last. Because it wasn't bad. It was still very good. Right. And like I said, I'd recommend them all to everyone. But it just happened to be my least favorite.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I get when people are, are saying that there's stuff they didn't like in Green Lanterns, because that did get tiresome for a lot of people. So, totally understand all that. But again, there's nothing glaringly bad, you know. So to put it at four, it's not... It's just there's other three books that were... Do
0: you know what I might do? Since we- so this is the first so- time I've done that. Oh, we didn't do it last week, obviously, because it was the one shot well, was Ling, Obviously. obviously. Yeah. Right? But I think going forward, you know, I'm going to keep track of what everyone picks every week.
1: Okay.
0: Because um, I, I think I, I want to count the number of episodes it gets to before Matt puts a Batman book at number one for him. <laughs> <laughs> or at least ahead well, of the Superman book. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it depends. Because if, if Nightwing, you know, Dick Grayson's one of my top five favorite characters. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, I would... unless, unless we're just talking Bruce Wayne Batman, I'm going to bury that son, bitch. Yeah. No, no, I trust you, Matt, to. Uh. When it's great. For you to Oh, yeah. well, you know, uh, I, step again, up. I stuck up for Endgame when there was a Batman-Superman fight. I liked the way that it played out because the way that Snyder wrote Batman being like, mm. all right, if this goes bad, I'm done for. It's because, because it can be done well. And, yeah, because and it yeah. can be done well. It's not just, you know, Zack Snyder looking at you. You know, there's smart ways to do this type of stuff. It's not I so have, and stupid.
0: I love, it's so over the top, but I love in that fight in Endgame... How he yeah. had many red suns in the gloves. Not kryptonite. Many red suns. <laughs> to depower him a bit. That yeah. was amazing. It's yep. easier to manufacture than, than
2: waiting to find some kryptonite, I suppose. What, to red? make a sun? Well, at least he <laughs> can create the technology to do that. Like, kryptonite you just have to find. Yeah. When he
1: said, uh, yeah, said many red suns, I took that as that was red, ultraviolet light.
0: Yeah, yeah I suppose you're yeah, for point, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Because we you can just... ma- we can produce ultraviolet light. Yes, yeah, so that's a fair Exactly.
1: Point. And if you make it red, you can weaken them, and you know. Yeah. So, I, wonder, yeah.
0: I wonder how easy that was to do, though. Is it? Sense, is it like? Because when you light like a movie set to change mm-hmm. the color, you just put a gel in front of the light. Is that right. all? Like just ultraviolet light? Well, it's different. It's gel. a different
1: spectrum, so it would have to be a completely different kind of light. Ah, true, true. Like infrared. Ah,
0: yeah, sure Bruce can figure it out. Yeah, are <laughs> science <laughs> in me here. Your science <laughs> in me here, Matt. Uh, all right, masters of science. <laughs> all right, so. Yeah, that's episode two. That was our first full week of books. Um, mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. We'll be back next week, of course. Uh, we're going to take a minute to plug things and Twitters and all that jazz. Matt, where can the good fee- people? I was—I would was say people. People. Where, where right. can the good? Where can the good people find you if they want to find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at mattofsteel57 and in the Mild Facebook group. Check that out. Yeah, and
0: uh, if you—they like to hear you talk about other things, what what show could they hear that on?
1: You can also find me on 1.21 My Mildfuzz Movie Podcast where we will not be talking about Ninja Turtles or Warcraft. So,
0: yeah. good Bill- times. Billets have been dodged. Yes. Been dod- I don't know if you've seen the image that I put on uh, Instagram. I think I put it on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I went to see The Nice Guys yesterday. Oh. Uh, the Nice Guys was on the left and right over to the right of it was Turtles 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Go left or go right? Well, I know what choice I'm making here. Thank you very much. <laughs> like,
1: I'm still going to see Ninja Turtles because, come on, I sometimes I don't learn from mistakes, but yeah. I'm not forced to and that's the important part.
0: All right, so I have, to, I have to give you the illusion of choice when I meet you go see a bad movie, right? Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Connor, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at connor 94 and you can find me on other shows here such as Almost cancelled. Where we talk about TV, there's no DC TV on right now because that's all just ended in the last few weeks.
0: Can okay, you come back at the end of September, start of October, and we'll be up-
2: heaving up- with we'll it. Yeah,
1: faced with Green Arrow or with Arrow now.
2: Oh yeah, every time. But there are some comic-related shows on right now: Outcast, Preacher, and they're both pretty good. Yeah, it's very good, very. And we're covering those along with a bunch of other stuff that's starting up for the summer. So you go yeah. check
0: that out. Yeah, and we actually just recorded a video um, about our favourite shows of all time to celebrate the 100th episode of Almost Cancelled. Oh, nice. My list is
2: questionable.
0: Connor's is so weird. And
1: you're going to go download that when we're done because it... I'm going to have to yell at him for something. Such a. Oh, such you'll, a you'll, you'll find it easy to yell at me for that.
0: Because, like, see, mine, when you hear my top 10, you go, I may not agree with those, but I've heard of all those shows
1: yeah. <laughs> The Wire and Breaking Bad and yeah, yeah. all that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Pete,
0: Pete's got all the usuals. This is boring. <laughs> I, w- I went out yeah. there and went, fuck it. I'm uh, getting interested on this shit. God, thank God. Warning there's anime and it upset me. Okay. Um, well
1: then.
0: Ginger <laughs> pizza. <peach. laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and other social media at Wubble89. And of course, you can find me, they've already plugged the other shows, but I'm also on a horror movie show. Uh, we review horror movies every week. You can get that in the movie Mailed Fudge channel on YouTube or you can download it on. Uh, iTunes and stuff. It's called Screams After Midnight. So yeah, uh, check that out if you're into horror movies. Find us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge canal. Emails at mailed fuzz at gmail I really had to think about that there. Uh, yeah. Which, which is terrible because we've had that email address now for years. And you say it literally multiple times every week. I do. Yes. But hey, you know, whatever. But you know, guys, if you want to help out the show, you know. Uh, like, subscribe, rate us on iTunes 5 stars, and you know, share with friends tweet us out, you know, all that stuff, it helps us out a lot Um, but that's pretty much us, guys, so keep reading DC Comics, thank you for watching or listening and remember guys, never get lost in the Speed Force
1: and long live the Legion